On Midwest Week, one of the key races determining control of the U.S. House is being held right here in northwest and central Illinois in the 17th District. I'm Herb Trix, and my guest this week is Tim Shelley, News Director for WCBU Radio in Peoria. So, Tim, starting with the candidates, um, who is Eric Sorensen? Remind us, and wasn't it kind of a surprise that he won the Democratic primary? And I think it was a surprise that uh, Eric Sorensen won the primary. That was a uh, primary with really no clear candidate that had been kind of pre-selected by the Democratic Party to, uh, you know, be the clear favorite. So that was that was a wide open primary, and Eric Sorensen did win that primary by a pretty decisive margin, which I think was probably largely because he had a lot of name recognition both in the Rockford area and in the Quad Cities area as a meteorologist on television. Um, Perhaps not so much in the Peoria area, which is also part of this district. Uh, Actually, in Peoria County, Latissa Wallace actually received the most votes in the Democratic primary. But I think the strength of that name recognition helps uh, him victorious in, in that primary. Yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting that there are some well-known candidates in Rockford and in the Quad Cities, but he was the only one that was sort of well-known in both. And I think that really that, that really kind of helps him with the advantage between that and between there not really being a, a clear person backed by the Democratic Party as the preferred nominee. Now, the Republican candidate is Esther Joy King, and isn't this her second run for the 17th District? This is. Uh, she ran against Sherry Bustos in 2020, and I, I believe she came a little bit closer than a lot of people had anticipated. Uh, Sherry did uh, defeat her in 2020, but the Republicans still consider her a top candidate uh, in this district. They've named her to their Young Guns list, which is basically their list of nominees they think have a lot of potential. She's received a lot of money from the National Party. Um, and they've they've really put a lot of backing behind her. They believe she's a candidate who can who can win this district. And uh, what what is her background? She's not really a native of this area. She is not. So Esther uh, Joy King uh, originally uh, grew up on the uh, Mexico U.S. border. Her parents were uh, Christian missionaries on the border. Um, since then, she, she's been in several places. Um, she was an attorney at a Chicago law firm for a while, and uh, more recently, she's been an attorney in East Moline. Now, what seem to be the main issues in the 17th District, Tim? Um, are they local ones, or are they mainly sort of national things that their candidates are talking about? I've heard the candidates talk a lot about national issues uh, for the most part. So Esther Joy King has really focused on the uh, economy and inflation specifically. Uh, that's really been her, her focus. Uh, Republicans in general believe that to be a winning issue for them this November and for some of the more divisive social issues, especially in a district like this, which uh, leaned towards uh, Joe Biden in the 2020 election. Eric Sorensen's also talked about inflation. He's also talked a lot about climate change, uh, relying on his background as a meteorologist. Um, and he's he's made a lot of the abortion uh, issue as well, following the Dobbs decision by the Supreme Court, because a lot of Democrats believe that to be a, a really telling issue for them, especially in districts like this this November. Have they talked about much else, or is it really just the inflation and abortion seem to be uh, the main focus all across the country? I've I've really not heard too much on hyper local issues, you know, like violence in Peoria, or violence in you know Rockford, or 
you know, more more local issues like Quad Cities issues. I've I've not heard that either of the candidates really talk too much about like hyper local issues. They've been talking more broadly about things that are important throughout the district, like agriculture, economy, which uh, are important in a lot of places, not just the 17th district. But um, I, I think it's it's kind of a more national race on its scope in a lot of ways. So uh, do you get the impression that there's a lot of outside interest in the race, sort of, um, let's say, money, advertising, well-known people coming in to campaign for the candidates, anything like that? There, there absolutely is. I, I think there's a lot of outside money coming into this race, um, and we've actually seen more come into the race recently. Uh, Eric Sorensen had a big fundraising gap for a long time uh, behind Esther Joy King, who's had uh, the backing of her party since the primary, so she started off with a big money advantage. Uh, Eric recently uh, he raised $1.5 million in the last quarter. Um, he's burned through most of that already with advertising and, and other expenses, but uh, we've seen a lot of national money come into this. We've actually seen the, the Democrats reprioritize some money from the 13th Congressional District, which is Springfield down to the Metro East area, uh, and kind of reallocate up to the 17th because they believe the 13th, I, I believe, based on reading the tea leaves, is a bit more of a sure thing for them. So they're they're seeing if they can also hold on to the Illinois 17th, I believe. And didn't I read it somewhere, Tim, that there are only like maybe 20 competitive house races, and this is one of them, and one of them that help may, may help determine uh, who runs the house next year? This is absolutely a very competitive house race. Um, as we know, the Illinois 17th uh, voted for Donald Trump in both 2016 and 2020. We've had redistricting since then. It's been redrawn a little bit to lean more towards uh, Joe Biden. But in, in a year like this, where many political analysts believe the environment is favorable for Republicans, um, that lean may not be enough for, for Democrats to be able to hold on to this seat without a pretty uh, significant fight and a lot of spending, and Republicans are are spending heavily in this race in an attempt to, to gain this siege and ultimately gain back control of the U.S. House. Now, you did mention the census and the redrawing the district lines. Did, did the district change much from, from before? It's changed a bit. So the it's always been a district that's concentrated on kind of urban, more democratic leaning areas combined by wide swaths of rural. So that's that's been in the past. Peoria, the Quad Cities, and Rockford. Um, you can throw Galesburg in there too. Um, the new district takes out some of the more rural areas, which are leaning more heavily Republican since 10 years ago and uh, goes over to McLean County, which is the Bloomington Normal area, which actually voted for uh, Joe Biden over Donald Trump in 2020. And that's that's where a lot of the new um, Democratic partisan lean comes from, is from that McLean County area of the district. So Democrats believe including that gives them a, a bigger advantage in holding on to this seat, I think, in this cycle. Now, Tim, is it just me, or it seems like the the campaign is mainly sort of yard signs and TV and social media, and not so much like the old days when there'd be rallies and big names would come in to campaign and stuff like that? No, I mean, we've seen a couple fundraisers. I know there was a fundraiser recently in Peoria where I believe Joni Ernst, the uh, Iowa senator, came in, and she appeared with uh, Esther Joy King and Darren LaHood, who's the 16th. He's running for the 16th Congressional District, currently 18th Congressional District Congressman. But 
Uh, for the most part, I mean, yeah, we've we've not seen huge appearances, especially not huge public appearances. We we see a lot of them posting on social media, appearing at small events, which are mainly, you know, little partisan party events, not not really advertised to the general public. So, I, I wouldn't say we've seen anything on the scale of huge campaign rallies in this. Uh, a lot of people are probably only going to meet these candidates through either the, the televised or broadcast dates or advertising. And uh, uh, Tim, what has Esther Joy King said about the 2020 presidential election, Donald Trump? Has she, has she talked about that at all? She's not talked about that specifically. Uh, I can say that back in 2020, uh, there was a time when the election, she believed the election was close enough that she did not concede to Sherry Bustos for quite some time. Um, I forget the exact amount of time it was, but she had come out and said that she wanted to wait before conceding the Sherry Bustos. Um, so didn't didn't actively say there had been any kind of election impropriety, but wasn't really willing to concede either. Um, she has said, she said in the debate at Bradley University um, earlier this month that she will accept the results of the election, win or lose. So she, she is on record saying that much and, and so is eric Sorensen. so we will uh we will see if both candidates uh, stick to that 